Welcome to seminar, the seminar commentary. A course part one of study for advanced students. There's a part an act of conferring two. or Join consulting right now, together. The master of the illustrious person who runs the pending kitchen. It's Alan Kelly. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Um, I'm going to use my English accent. Um, I don't know what voice this is. I'm going to be using it for this commentary. You have an English accent? Oh, sorry. Buggy uh, <laughs> <laughs> here, mate. Seminar 35, which is our build-up to 36. Um, so there is a lot of instructor stuff, as you tell in the beginning here, where I build up to these stories. And I really just decided, to, and actually some of my actors in the, in the, in the seminar show in the, in the portion, the training portion, did drop some line. Thank you very much, Em. Uh, not that I'm pointing anybody out. I would never do that. No, that would be horrible. I love them. Yes, and she's going to kill me now. But any award-winning Sierra Garcia. Yes, we still make fun of you in the notes for PBS. The idea was that you were yeah, it's so luckily all the lines I wrote still work just fine to let the instructor just go. And he has a lot of fun. Just, I, I, I love this whole sequence of Peter Cat just, like, rambling. It's great. <laughs> Peter Cat, instructor, as the instructor who was playing Cupid. I'm yeah, no, like uh, no. Peter didn't do Cupid. No, but he's playing Cupid right now. He's playing, he's playing Cupid where? Right now. That's awkward. No, but, uh, you like her, she's with back to you, you know, get together, get married, get a room, now. <laughs> no, yeah, pretty much. But it's more the classroom playing Cupid. True. But... Yeah, he, yes, I had fun writing this just because I was trying to figure out what to put on the front of your script here, Colin. Coffee mm-hmm. shop of love. All right, so Colin, now we're into your show, so now we can actually talk about you. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little bit. So this is much different than the last script you've given us, <laughs> yeah. which, which was, you know, about naked women in a pond, which is how I view it. Um... <laughs> And the this one was about creepy teenagers and, you know, Cupid's not a baby. So where does this one come from? Uh, well, I was sitting in a coffee shop directly across from this drop dead gorgeous girl who I happened to be in love with at the time. And, well, Cupid talked to you? Oh, sorry. always be busy. No comment. I... You missed, I edited out the part where he signed, has a signing agreement to not speak of anything. Oh, oh. They, they have a God non-disclosure agreement? Yeah, a God non-disclosure agreement, yeah. That must be awkward. I am Thor, son of Odin. Here, can you sign this non-disclosure real quick? End this release form, please. It's not like I'm asking you to be by my side every second of every day. Yeah, we've got uh, two characters here, um, Melanie and Kurt. Um, this is actually based off of two myths. Uh, the first one yes. is Cupid and Psyche, um, most famously portrayed by Virgil, so right. it's actually a Roman myth, I'll, not a uh, Greek myth, which is kind of cool for me since I like Roman stuff a little bit more better than I do Greeks, <laughs> for some reason. Um, and then the other myth is, I don't know the name of it, but I believe it's the myth of Bacchus and Philemon, where Hermes and uh, Zeus go around Earth trying to find people who uh, still believe in hospitality. Right here. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah, the Handy Park. Spot. That's kind of an insane joke. Handicap. Handy Park. When I read that, I was like, Handy Park. I'm like, what country is Colin from again? Because, you know? Well, it's parking for the Handicap. Handy Park. Handy Park. Let me get that for you. Okay. 
Yeah. Is that like driving in a drive, driving in a parkway and parking in a driveway? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. George is where you park for handicap, yes. handy park. Now. That's a George Carlin joke. There. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I'll do it. <clears throat> this poem. Um, no cage to hold thee. Yeah, yeah. I used to do something like this. I used to do something like this, except I'd use, you know, someone like Lord Byron or Shelley, you know. I shall not. She walks be like free beauty, like the night. Of the spell, kind of thing. Thou has on me. Yeah, you know, I've never inserted myself in a script like that before, and uh, there's a reason for that. <laughs> I like making fun of myself. What can I say? I like making fun of myself. If I can poke fun of me, I will do it. Poem and, and then you have the goodbye beautiful, which, as we all know, is a da- is a is a, is a, is a Mr. David Alt joke. No, his is hello beautiful. This is hello beautiful. This is a death. Goodbye, beautiful. The goodbye beautiful. Yeah. So now we, we gotta get him saying. We gotta, we gotta try to talk David Alt saying goodbye beautiful now, <laughs> so that that way we can, you know. You love her, don't you? Uh, the of my entire being. I'm sorry. Now, the interesting Glory part was here, and I have to say, I'm kind of Super. depressed with you. Roman and one thing, I would have sent you back as an edit yeah. on this script, um, and I'm just saying, I love my editors to death. But you actually Are try you to have, you have them walk back into the restaurant. In that pocket protector. All right, and, and I, I forget if I did that or not. Now, I don't oh think God. I did. I think yeah. I, like, cross-faded. Transitioned it, I believe. Cupid yeah, I transitioned it because I looked at this way. You have Cupid, this magical being. You've already introduced magic by having Cupid there. Where's your bow? All right, you should just let him snap his fingers and put them inside there. And then have Kurt react to how did you? I'm stupid. Powers come with it. Powers come with it. But that's it. It was something like that. I was like, oh yeah, so Cupid shows up, just magic on the street. And then, oh yeah, let's go walking back into the restaurant. So I said, no, there's no way I'm walking us all the way back in. All right. I transition where it goes. I, I forget what I did, and but I was like, "There's no way I'm doing this whole walk back to the thing." Oh right, all right, I get the picture. Okay, I'll next time I'll have him wave a magic wand and just teleport everyone in. There you go. Well, well no, it isn't that. It's just like I tell. It, it, it's like I like. I like to say it's. It's good to. I want to think about you know. Well, they have to get back. So they put footsteps. They put them walking back, but. And I'm Dolly Use Pine. what you have. Use whatever you want. Oh, you know, when you have a right god, there. use their powers. <laughs> they right. snap fingers. Stuff happens, well, you know? You never Man, saw Thor just wandering good. around town. What did he do? He took that, that hammer and slid it into the sky, sort of you know? There's a reason. There was a he didn't just we jog around the block. I will be back momentarily. wound up. I was a Star Wars yes, geek. This is another actual thing that happened right here. You, a skit. you got hit with peas. I got hit with peas. Did it actually happen? It was a skit, though. So there were people who were in love with her. Um, okay. The summer before junior year. We talked over it, but uh, way back um, when there's the uh, line about the uh, the Renaissance painters were out of their minds, and then I mentioned the Victorian angels. Yeah. All right, that's actually a cool from C.S. Lewis. He always hated the angels they painted because they always looked too happy instead of really scary. Why the hell am I telling you And that's why I love Mr. Castro. And this is weird because I converted that and, Cas- and, Ca- and, and Castro back into the script together. To have someone in her life. Um, they were previously in moments, which went on to win, like, Oscars, I think. I don't know. Uh, all I know is I had to rework that show more than once. Yes, Barely people win awards, I do all the work. Weird. But I win nothing. Remember, vote for the Pendies. Vote for Marcus. Seminar Uh You're literally my friend. I got everything you want. I know, I got to start pitching now, though. Because, you know, otherwise, you know, everybody else would be ahead of me. 
You know, uh, I have to say, I actually just today wrote here. up something that you know I'm circulating around Star Wars. It looks like a vial containing some oh, money. <laughs> Actually, oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's with Mach Shree, but listen, Stars will harvest everybody. Hopefully, um, enough of our own spiel, though. Back to the show. Back to yeah, we're just blathering now. This is what happens during my commentaries, though. I blather. But no, no, I loved. I wanted him to play this. He played this a certain way, and I, I was really hoping he'd go extra snarky with it. I wanted Gibby to be snarkier, but he did a great job just with what he did. Alright, this is Love Potion number 9, okay, literally. These are the ingredients for Love Potion number 9. Just to let you know, this took him a lot of takes to get. He was perfect. Halfway through and go, oh dear god. It was perfect though, so I thank you. Oh, I know, it was a little bit, but it was like he was going through take out of take, he's like, oh god, I missed it again, hold on a second, he double back and go through the whole thing again. I was yeah, like, I wow, this is determination. Oh, no. <laughs> Alright, the little vial he has, you know when Temple did in the opening? That's the vial yeah. with the antidote for the poison, okay? That's what he's like, his hand and offering him. Why well, no, he mentions that, you know? But it looks like the things that the, the mob boss had. Yeah, I couldn't, I could resist just throwing that in. And here's the trial, I love this bit. Didn't that tell yeah. Show her what she's missing. I could convince her to open herself up to a This chat was a lot of fun to play with. Yeah, I, I really love the music. Where do you get the music? Oh, this one comes from. This is one of my. I have a private stock that I use. Um, and this was, of course, out of that. I, I'll. All this, except for the, the opening game, comes from my private stock for the most part, except for no, what my assistant director now uses. It's pretty which he simple did the to see. The show. He did. Uh, um, you're saying Melanie to love me? Uh-huh. I would um, end up losing her. Which I wound up in. I would have my 24 but, hours of fun, but yeah, afterwards, she wouldn't be mine. If I'm going to smart. have her heart, I'm smart. winning it fair and square. Yeah, but it, one uh, could argue that you're um, Chris Bryan, actually, because he's the one who was editor when this went through, because um, of its freedom. Want to know? Okay, said okay. Um, I seem to be. The one I just crap, just thing. Um, Chris Ben's like, you know, I was, at first I was expecting that he was actually going to take it, but he does it, and I think it's a lot better story that way, and I'm like, yes. They seem to have an issue with caging birds. I don't know what it is with you and deciding that all birds need to be free, but <laughs> some birds need to be in cages just to let you know. Uh, <laughs> Alright, I just got an email from uh, Bill Young. I'm just going to mention this, saying I'm missing a line. Here's the line. <laughs> Yes, Master. Well, see? <laughs> As a matter of fact, can you send me a copy of that line as well? I just want to insert that in certain sites. You don't mind, do you? Randomly, <laughs> this comedy. Yes, Master. <laughs> You'll be editing call. Yes, Master. <laughs> Thank you. I want to use that to edit into a few different things, you know? Calling you a jerk. Yes, Master. You know, that way I just drop it in any time I want to. <laughs> you weren't joking around about the sure, I'll sit being the woman okay? of love. Abby? Yes. To me, oh, I, I, this I mod I was actually not expecting, but I like it. Because of the well, I, I know, I, I need to do something to make it a little bit bigger. Right, so that's the part where he turns, you know, ten feet tall and he is in a diaper with the arrows, 
emotion for me hail and the thing is and the thing is I, I was sitting there playing with it and I'm like I want a god but I want it a god seemed to have a booming deep voice yes I like I like I like it um, but I'll mention is I used the the, the name Mosiber or Mosiber however you want to pronounce it uh, instead of Vulcan hmm. for uh, the god of uh, the smith god uh, Hephaestus as some might know him as who was ah. uh, married to Venus and rather ugly too. Hey, Melanie. But that's because I Melanie, wanted okay? to use that you instead of uh, Vulcan you because to give away the Star Trek kind of. But it's, yeah. like, it's hard to find harp music like that. <laughs> it seems you are right. Like quick swipe of the harp, you know, and then they're just speaking normally. They're not speaking in God tongues because I don't like distorting voices too long if I can avoid it. Good. They should be have been speaking normal anyway. Perhaps. Yeah, I figured now. Uh, I figured was casting uh, Venus, by the way. Than the followers of Venus. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Bernadette, uh, uh, of course, just has a goddessy voice. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and it was fun putting her and Richard Castro together again. Here was my, uh, here was my guide for uh, casting Venus, okay, everybody? <laughs> I need a voice that makes you think of having sex. Even one and that's Venus' voice. <laughs> that was my description, people. I'll be in my bunk. No! Um... <laughs> Damn. No, uh, <laughs> no. I'm mad with I'm love. Mad with you love. crazy? Yep, I'm mad with love. And I went to, I went, I had to go to strings after that. Uh huh. Because of the, because of what he says, Dan. I went to like a stringy type thing. And then he disappeared. You know, and then we got our lovers. Uh, by the way, for future reference, uh, eventually, uh, well, Kurt and Melanie decide that, you know, they're just not meant for each other and split their ways, but... Look, Melanie. Kurt and Kurt goes off and joins... Kurt turns blue, goes off and joins the circuit in uh, Europe. And he gets blue and furry. Um, and, oh, sorry. Sorry, wrong. Oh, very funny. It's my, it's my story, actually. Oh, <laughs> uh, wrapping this one up, Colin. All I right. appreciate your time. I thank you for coming in. Are you sure we can just a line right here, you know? Now we're going on to part two. All right. Stay tuned. Welcome to the second part of Seminar 35's commentary. Joining me right now is Kim Giannopoulos, the writer of this one. Hey, how you doing, Mark? There you go. Doing fantastic. Now, right now we're in the, we're in the, the instructor part. That's right. I'll just talk over it. It doesn't matter. Nothing I write matters. That's the way I look at it. What great self-esteem you have. So the weird part is, with the instructor, I before I got the script, I didn't have my assistant director. I didn't know someone else was going to be writing this portion of it, or directing this portion. So I wrote it as I saw the script. And so my writing takes a little bit differently. Um, and unfortunately, I'm actually in this episode because my lead actor had to back out uh, last minute. So I had to step in and record the line like in a matter of three days. I know. Uh, that's why I, I heard that. That's, Damn it. Mom, that's why I'm in this show. So, Kim, where did this script come from? This is pretty insane. You made my life miserable. Um, oh, well, I actually, this script is over two years old. I sat down one day, and whenever I write anything, I write it by hand first, and then I type it in, and that's how I edit it. And I just sat down and literally in a day and a half wrote this script. And then I was like, oh, I don't know if this is good enough to send in, and I just sort of put it on the back bench, and, and then um, I was doing one of my interviews on TWIP with Jeffrey, and he's like, well, are you going to send it in or not? Okay, fine. 
So I sent it in, and I was shocked to have Chris Britton email me back and say, yeah, I think you should have maybe one line here, and other than that, it's good. Really? I know, I know. I didn't believe so, you at first. I don't know where it came from exactly. Uh, maybe on? I was just like in a, you, never could you know, drive. let's get you to die kind of shut mood. Up. I don't know. You know. Well, you, 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 get to, you get to be mean to me. That's the really weird part when you think about it. Well, uh, <laughs> I put you in some rough roles in seminar, and I know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, listen to this guy. In this session, I mean, he's, I knew it. he's not I really the nicest in person my... in the world. He, he said he was divorced. That's yeah. The only reason I left the bar he's a little but, rough on the, oh, around the edges, is, definitely. But you really know, um, you really took really t- 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 and, and really bring this, oh, the vocals God, into, especially among the ladies, of course. Oh, wow. yeah. And he doesn't <laughs> I think, I think he has something going for you there. Is any of you in these characters? Do I have to answer that? Yes. Gonna have you a have to answer all my Come on, you've written. There's always a little bit of you in the characters that you write. But I have to tell you, you know, when when it got cast, and then I was, you know, starting to look at the people who were cast, I was like, oh, this is great. And then Marley recorded her lines, and she sent them to me, and she said, you know, if this is a little over the top, let me know. And I went, oh my God, don't change the thing. This is awesome. It's exactly the way I heard the mother. Exactly. <laughs> so I was and that's how Marley is. Marley, Marley turns in these great lines, and it's a lot of fun to work with her when she does stuff like that. But the whole cast, this was great. I went up casting my wife as a little girl, and she comes off fairly creepy. Which I like. Well, uh, creepy is good in this case. Uh, creepy is really good. I, I, know. Please. Give us time. I hope she doesn't take this personally, but creepy is good. Uh, Thank you. Oh, oh heck no. I, I told her that after I got the show done, I, I told her that you sound creepy. And she goes, but so she listened to the show already. So it's been, it's been cleared by the wife. Uh, oh. Then it must be good. It must be good. No, everybody was great. Everybody was just great. I love the Southern Twang. I, I just, it was great. Everybody did a fabulous job with their lines. There was a real strong mix of different characters, too, which is something that I was I was looking at when you when you put the script in. I got it. Um, is, is that there's such a mix of different characters in there. Who are you? But you, but is, is this guy anybody from your past? or? <laughs> well... <laughs> there is one person who maybe you didn't do this to me, but did it to somebody I care about a whole lot. It's something similar to this, maybe, and just thought, well, wouldn't it be nice if he could get his? And this guy did get his, so although I probably shouldn't say what it is. I mean, well, hopefully they listen to the story before they listen to the commentary. Because I hope so. If not, go listen to the show first, then come here. Okay. Go listen. Always listen to the show first. I make the writers do it. Stop. Yeah, I want each one of the characters to be distinct. Now, let's calm down. Sometimes on, on other channels, shall we say, you know, you listen to the shows. Characters aren't. They kind of blend into each other. So. Even though they only had a few minutes before this happened, uh, I wanted people to understand what each, where each one was coming from.
And I love the little mic tap he does there, so it gives you a little bit of a different thought of it also. Oh, yeah. Uh, where he took a slightly different angle than I was going to take with it when I was looking at the, directing it. Um, but uh, I think for his first time out, it, it, well... The, the, the show came out really well. The story flow was just fantastic. And uh, Gemi submitted a great script. I hope to see more from you in the future. I, well, I do have another one handwritten in my book again. I guess I just got to type it in. There you go. That's what you got to do. You got to type them in, send them in. Come on, Kim. You know you want to. You've been in a lot of seminars. Just to pass them in our regular. <laughs> Ever since number 10, actually. Yes. Featuring the and voice talents of Peter Katz as the instructor, Seth Adam Schur as student three, <laughs> um, MC Ro Garcia Thanks, as student three. I'm glad you could join me tonight. I thank you very much, Kim. So we're going to let you say goodbye. Love, Lynn say goodbye, Collins, Melanie, Jerry goodbye everybody. Goodbye, everybody. See you Bernadette next time. Bernadette M. as Venus and Richard Casto as Cupid. Written by Colin Kelly. In Henpacked, Marcus Beatty as Brian. Marley Norton as Mom. Andrea Fontenot as Katie. Bernadette M. Groves as Margaret. Jared Griego as Random Driver, Elizabeth Beatty as The Little Girl, and Lynn Cullen as The Hotel Room Girl. Written by Kim Giannopoulos. Seminar written and directed by Marcus Beatty. Assistant Director Michael Berganzi. Edited by Chris Britton and Jeffrey Bridges. Seminar theme by David Alexander McDonald. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2010. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.